Welcome to Bible at Bedtime, a podcast where I, Amber Lawton, read Bible passages to help you fall asleep. You know, I started this podcast because, oddly enough, I've had trouble falling asleep. And I enjoy listening to the Bible. Well, I enjoy reading it as well. The Bible is full of scriptures that bring you peace, hope, joy, and life. Tonight we are continuing with our theme of the Advent leading up to Christmas Day. Today I thought I'd actually start with the beginning of chapter 1 in John and chapter 1 in Luke. We are going to spend the next 23 days reading about Christ so that we can focus on his life and understand the importance of his birth. So before we begin, I want you to go ahead and take a deep breath in. Allow yourself to breathe slowly. And as you breathe out, breathe out the stress, the worry, the anxiety of the day. Breathing in, taking a deep breath in, breathe the peace of God. Breathing out, casting all your cares upon the Lord. Letting your body relax. Laying in a comfortable position and focusing on the Word of God. By now, you should be breathing at a slower rate, taking full, deep breaths. Let us begin. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through Him, and apart from Him, not one thing was created that has been created. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light 
shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created through him. And yet the world did not recognize him. He came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of the man, but of God. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, This was the one of whom I said, The one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the one and only Son, who is himself God and is at the Father's side. He has revealed him. Verse 19, John the Baptist's Testimony. This was John's testimony when the Jews from Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, Who are you? He didn't deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. What then? they asked him. Are you Elijah? I am not, he said. Are you the prophet? No, he answered. Who are you then? they asked. We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What can you tell us about yourself? He said, 
I am a voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, just as Isaiah the prophet said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees, so they asked him, Why then do you baptize if you aren't the Messiah or Elijah or the prophet? I baptize with water, John answered them. Someone stands among you, but you don't know him. He is the one coming after me, whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to untie. All this happened in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. Verse 29, the Lamb of God. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is the one I told you about. After me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I didn't know him, but I came baptizing with water so he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he rested on him. I didn't know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water told me, the one you see the Spirit descending and resting on. He is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John was standing with two of his disciples when he saw Jesus passing by. He said, Look, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this and followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and noticed them following him, he asked them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and you'll see, he replied. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John and followed him. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, What have found, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought Simon to Jesus. When Jesus saw him, he said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, 
which is translated Peter. Verse 43, Philip and Nathanael. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. He found Philip and told him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law. And so did the prophets. Jesus, the son of Joseph, from Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathanael asked him. Come and see, Philip answered. Then Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said about him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you, Jesus answered. Rabbi, Nathanael replied, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus responded to him, do you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. Then he said, Truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. And now, let's take a brief pause. We'll continue this moment as we rest. And now, Luke chapter 1. Many have undertaken to compile a narrative about the events that have been fulfilled among us, just as the original eyewitnesses and servants of the word handed them down to us. It also seemed good to me since I have carefully investigated everything from the very first to write to you in an orderly sequence. Most honorable Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things about which you have been instructed. Gabriel predicts John's birth. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest of Abijah's division named Zechariah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in God's sight, living without blame according to all the commands and requirements of the Lord. 
but they had no children because Elizabeth could not conceive and both of them were well along in years. When his division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, it happened that he was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. At the hour of incense, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. An angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. When Zacharias saw him, he was terrified and overcome with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you will name him John. There will be joy and delight for you, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and will never drink wine or beer. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous to make ready for the Lord a prepared people. How can I know this? Zechariah asked the angel for I am an old man and my wife is well along in years the angel answered him I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and I was sent to speak to you and tell you this good news Now listen, you will become silent and unable to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. When he did come out, he could not speak to them. Then they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was making signs to them and remained speechless. When the days of his ministry were completed, 
he went back home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and kept herself in seclusion for five months. She said, The Lord has done this for me. He has looked with favor in these days to take away my disgrace among the people. Gabriel predicts Jesus' birth. Verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Then the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. Mary asked the angel, How can this be, since I have not had sexual relations with a man? The angel replied to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. And consider your relative Elizabeth. Even she has conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who has called childless. For nothing will be impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. Mary's visit to Elizabeth, verse 39. In those days, Mary set out and hurried to a town to the hill country of Judah where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped inside her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and your child will be blessed. 
how could this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me for you see when the sound of your greeting reached my ears the baby leaped for joy inside me blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill what he has spoken to her. Mary's Praise And Mary said, My soul praises the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his heart. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed because the Mighty One has done great things for me and his name is holy. His mercy is from generations to generations on those who fear him. He has done a mighty deed with his arm. He has scattered the proud because of the thoughts of their hearts he has topped the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly he has satisfied the hungry with good things and sent the riches away empty he has helped his servant Israel remembering his mercy to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he spoke to our ancestors. And Mary stayed with her about three months. Then she returned to her home. The Birth and Naming of John Now the time had come for Elizabeth to give birth, and she had a son, Then her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had showed her his great mercy, and they rejoiced with her. When they came in to circumcise the child on the eighth day, they were going to name him Zechariah after his father, but his mother responded, No. He will be called John. Then they said to her, None of your relatives have that name. So they motioned to his father to find out what he wanted him to be called. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they were all amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue was set free. And he began to speak, praising God. Fear came on all those who lived around them, and all these things were being talked about throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard about him took it to heart, saying, What then will this child become? 
for indeed the Lord's hand was with him. And so we are going to end tonight at this part in chapter 1 of Luke. And we will reflect on all that God did. Hopefully by now you have reached sleep. May you have pleasant dreams. (laughs) 